favorite podcast about music, bullshit, and other things you need to know but don't need to know. I am Joseph Brennan, sitting with my lovely co-host, Andrew, Tom, and Casey. It feels good to be back. How you boys doing? Gucci. Better now. Better than you, from what I hear. Yeah, I'm dying. My sources, sources close to me, tell me that Joe Brennan might be in concussion protocol right now. We've got our finest doctors on site in Queens. Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? Doctor. Doctor? Doctor. 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 And uh, you know he's out here. He's gonna give it all. Give it his all. But uh, you know we might have to carry the rest of them. It's a, it's a team effort, boys. Joe, what happened? Can you take us into that, please? Paging Doctor Brunnen. Oh uh, yes, it's, it appears last night Mr. Brunnen got into a run-in at a one Tuche Amore show. Uh, he was just standing there enjoying the show, and then bam, out of nowhere, someone rocked him in the back of the skull, blacked out, blood started gushing, dragged out of there. But he'll be okay. Two to four weeks. Casey, where were you last night, and do you have any witnesses? Was it you who kicked the shit out of Joe at the Tuche Amore concert, yes or no? I respectfully decline to answer any questions that may or may not incriminate me. This sounds like the beginning of a Law & Order episode, fellas. In the criminal justice system. <laughs> it failed us once again. Tom, how are you? What's going on with you? Oh, I'm good. I missed you guys. It's been a little bit since our last it episode. Has been. I have just been... It took me longer than I thought to accumulate all of the new music that I've been listening to. So, just, you know, just happy to be back here, and the weather's nice. My radiators are quieting down, so that's a good sign of spring, I think. Yeah, I have the window open again, and I'm very excited about it. Love love the ambiance of New York in the springtime, which, for those of you who don't know, is uh, just police sirens constantly. So <laughs> And dirt bikes and ATVs. Yes, yes the, can't forget can't forget those guys. <laughs> Lo- love love this time of the year. All right, let's get it kicked off. We do ha- we have a lot to cover on this episode. We've got disses in commercials. We've got a potential. We've got an all-time top five, I think. I think this one could go really well to close the episode. We've got a couple voice. We've got at least one voicemail that we're going to get to. You can get, get on that voicemail at 917-740-6429. But, as always, gentlemen, top of the queue. Tom, I know you got a laundry list, so I'll let you go first. Thank you. I'll try to run through this as fast as I can. Mix of old and new here, mostly new. I'm going to start with the one older track that I just discovered, a band from Scranton, believe it or not. Nice. Tiger Jaws. Um, Tiger's Jaw? Are you serious? Yeah. Tiger's Jaw? I never heard of Tiger's Jaw? Never listened to them. I never heard of Tiger's Jaw. Their cover of Gypsy came on, and I was like, I think that's pretty good. Wow. And Joe, what year was it? There was a member of Tiger's Jaw who snuck into the Battle of the Bands one year at Scranton. When he, we didn't, were there. he didn't have you to sneak this? in because one of the guys in Scumbag Petty, well, I think that was the name, was in Scranton. Went to Scranton. Right. So they brought in a ringer. Yeah, everyone was like a professional musician in that band. <laughs> so wasn't that that battle of the bands? So that was a nice thing to pop up and say, oh, Scranton. They played the golf house our, uh, your your sophomore year, our freshman year. Huh. Clearly I didn't go there. It would have been at that show otherwise. Otherwise, on the new music front, Kevin Morby. This is a photograph. Uh, band Surf Curse with a song called Freaks. And then I'm just running through a few bands here. Arcade Fire, Destroyer, Kurt Vile, Father John Misty, Wetlog have all dropped multiple new tracks since our last recording. So check all those out. Some Arcade Fire news I'm sure we'll get to later on. But 
Let's get to it. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you how do you feel about the changes in Arcade Fire right now. So why don't you just get to it right now? Uh, you know, it's. <laughs> I'll let Joe comment on this too, and whoever else wants to. I know Joe's a big Arcade Fire fan, but after 20 years, Win Butler announced his departure from the band that he co-started and front man of. So it's always hard to see. Kind of funny that even though he announced this over the weekend. They did two pop-up shows at Bowery Ballroom Friday and Saturday night, which was pretty cool to see if that was Wynn's last shows. And those even continue down into the subway, if I'm not mistaken there, Joseph? Yes. Uh, it is very much Arcade Fire fashion to bring a concert from the venue to the outside of the venue, um, carrying drums and whatever acoustic instruments they can. I've seen videos of them. The drummer doesn't have a drum set. He's playing the magazine. <laughs> Ripping the magazine on every every beat, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not too bothered by the news of uh, Win Butler leaving the band. He's been releasing pretty solid solo stuff for years, and I remember reading ten or so years ago Will Butler saying that he plans to break up the band, like stop making music after twenty years. So, and you know, like I, in my opinion, after about twenty years, most bands musicians don't really release much good music. There's some exceptions, of course. Bruce Springsteen has some power songs in his 30th year, Radio Nowhere. Foo Fighter had some good stuff after 25 years. But for the most part, you're not releasing groundbreaking stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's whatever. He doesn't want to do the same thing that he's done for 20 years. Let him, let him move on. Well said. Well said. Casey, you're up. All right. Well... Obviously, Tom did his homework, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pay some homage to a throwback. Actually, this is a live concert by native New Yorker that might surprise you from Huntington, Long Island. Uh, it was filmed 30 years ago this week in Astoria, Queens. The first time a lot of people heard this artist live, she was questioned going in about her talent and whether or not she was just a studio artist. But live uh, in New York. MTV Unplugged Mariah Carey, 1992. Absolutely kills it. Starts off with uh, Emotions, which was sampled by Drake in uh, Scorpion. Goes into it with her first single, Vision of Love. And then she tops it off with cover of Jackson 5's I'll Be There. Very excellent if you haven't heard it. I did not realize she was a native Huntington, New Yorker. The OG diva. Shout out the Huntington train station. What up, doe? She's a Long Islander like you, Joseph. I'm from Long Island. 516. Yes. Hey, you have some Long Island in your blood also, Andrew. Because I'm from Long Island. I'll take the railroad. L-I-R-R. I do, but yeah. Uh, Joe, you want to go or do you want me to? I'm taking the reins. This past weekend on one of the many hip-hop pages I follow on Instagram, this guy was shouting out the producer Buck Wild, who I had never heard before. But I was looking into it, and he's produced for Big E. He's produced for Big L. He produced the song Put It On by Big L. The list was very extensive. He's apparently one of the, the greatest like 90s hip-hop producers. So I, I dove into his uh, discography, and I've been loving this album from 2007 called Buck Wild Presents, Digging in the Crates, Rare Studio Masters 93 to 97. And here he just he remixes KRS tracks, uh, Life's a Bitch, remixes Lord Finesse, Brand Nubian, remixes Big L on here, Grand Poobah, Cool Keith. It, it's 
fantastic if you're into any kind of remixing or 90s hip-hop. Definitely recommend. Yeah, this looks lit. Yeah, that sounds fucking dope. All right, speaking of, of hip-hop, so I have two, and the first is... One of them is a artist that I saw in concert with Joe last week. We'll talk about that in a moment. But the other one, uh, I listened to Benny the Butcher's new album. I think it's Tana Talk 4, which is I know The Alchemist produced a lot of. And I was not pleased with his last project. And I really liked everything that I've listened to so far of this. There's some really good tracks. The first track on the album with J. Cole, I think it's been out for a minute, but it's still really good upon continuing to listen to it. And then the other one that I've been listening to I've been or the other artists that I've been listening to a lot. Well, I went to one concert last week. I saw Tame Apollo with Joe and shout out Jungle Pussy. You were the worst opener I've ever seen open for a band before. And that's saying Jungle Pussy? Jungle Pussy. I totally forgot. Fucking terrible. She was so bad. She was she's she's a rapper from New York. She has a, a couple songs that you might know. That I have like a couple million streams on Spotify. Twelve million, actually. Whatever. She was. She's terrible. It was so bad. She didn't deserve to open for Tame Impala. She didn't deserve to play the Barclays Center yet. It was just like if you went to go see her at like Bowery Ballroom, I'd be like, okay, cool, that makes sense. Like at like a smaller venue, I could understand why. But I don't know. It, Jungle pussy. It was just. It was it uncomfortable. It was yeah. uncomfortable. It was so like. Joe, imagine being one of the people who like took acid or did shrooms or did hallucinogenic drugs prior to the concert and walk in to hear that absolutely dreadful music by Jungle Pussy. That sounds fucking terrible. Was it just bad music or was her performance out of power? The music wasn't terrible, but it was the performance and the setting and just like it did not fit at all. It did not. What was so bad about it? Her rhyming and rapping ability was was actually all right like towards the end she started playing music that wasn't just about her vagina and yeah. it sounded pretty good i mean i guess i shouldn't be surprised that somebody named jungle pussy only raps about their vagina <laughs> but it sounds like you're saying she's not trash i know i don't think she's trash it's just it's not the right setting at all i think she has five good songs but she played for 45 minutes <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to do my homework on jungle yeah. pussy i really <laughs> dropped the ball though I I had planned to uh, respond to Andrew's question, Joe. What have you been listening to? I was gonna say I've been diving into Jungle Pussy this past week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't type that one into Joe's favorite website. Um, <laughs> Jungle Pussy coming to you on VHS. Yeah, just look up Jungle Pussy on uh, Google dot com. Incognito <laughs> though. Don't want that in your search history. Yeah, don't don't do that one at the office. It's in my favorite. <laughs> but Jungle Pussy opened for Tame Impala at. The Barclays Center, and I have to say, it was one of the best shows that I've been to, period. Um, and honestly, it kind of, it was an awesome show. He played all the hits. He played, he went deep. I even I even heard a little bit of a, a super old track that I didn't even know, Half Full Glass of Wine, which came up on my Spotify over the weekend, and it fucking, it's awesome. And you know, as you guys know, we talked about in our previous episode, we talked about where have all the rock stars go. We mentioned Kevin Parker, but I leaned over to Joe about halfway through the show and I just said, rock star. Like Kevin Parker had a sold out Barclays Center, had their entire attention for an hour and 45 minutes. And if he wanted to keep going for another two hours, everyone would have stayed. And it was a Monday night. It was one of the best shows musically aesthetically the lights were fucking insane the 
tour was awesome. And I think the other thing that I really loved was now we're in New York, so it's different and everyone wants to play New York. But you can tell that he genuinely missed being back up on stage so much and that, you know, it's almost two years to the day when we saw him of when the world shut down. And I just got this like different vibe from the show that not that the pandemic's over, but we're on the other side of things and things are generally improving. And this was right after the mask mandate was lifted in New York. You know, we walked in. You didn't have to wear a mask. They didn't check your vaccine card. We they just gave went you free in. drugs at the door. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? Yeah, they did give out the free drugs. It said <laughs> Rushium on it. It's definitely like a sugar tablet, but it was a cool experience, not just from the music, but from the entire walk in, walk out, minus the jungle pussy part. But <laughs> um, I, I have to say that if you're a Tame Impala fan and they're, they're touring right now and you don't have tickets, you just take the day off and go to the show because he crushed. And it was it was I, I've only on one other occasion have I said, damn, that was so good. I want to go again tomorrow. And that was when I saw saw the arcs at 930 Club and the arcs were Dan Arbach's sideband. And I love that record. But also, it was really cool to see Dan Arbach at kind of like the peak of his popularity playing the 930 Club, which is like a 4,000-seater, you know, a venue. It was a much more intimate setting. I would have paid for the last seat in the Barclays Center the next night and had so much fun again. So, great show. Incredible. Just sucks that it took us this long to see the slow rush you know performed live but what a fucking night show you say that and it brings back memories now because we did a live pod of the slow rush review february 2020 yes and now two whole years plus he can actually tour this album yeah it's crazy yeah wow um so i saw tame impala joe joe went to tame impala bad bad not good and Tuche Amora this week. How Correct. does it feel to be back back going to concerts all the fucking time? Are you exhausted or are you where are you at right now? It feels amazing to be a back on my normal concert routine. But what feels even better is taking that lovely nap on a Monday after work after being so exhausted from going to three concerts in a week on top of daylight savings time. And getting knocked out in the mosh. And yeah. getting knocked out. I was not in the pit, actually. I was outside the pit, and just some fucking asshole just came, I don't know, came at me. And yeah. Just one? Just one, yeah. Just one, yeah. I was doing fine the whole show. If and the Brickhouse boys were there, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Wouldn't have went down so smooth. And Matt Barber yeah. was there, and he didn't even see it happen. He thought, it, <laughs> he thought they dragged me out of there because I kept farting. He was like... Maybe that's why I knocked you out. That thing do be farting though. So, yeah, it's you know. he definitely knew it was you. Yeah. <laughs> Were you laughing about it? About the farts? <laughs> yeah, you probably had the face uh, that you do in your background right now. <laughs> you know, I'm like really sober in this picture. <laughs> yeah, I believe yeah. it. We do have a voicemail. We do have a voicemail about the top of the queue. Hang on, let me see if I can share this real quick. Hey boys, uh, just want to preface this call for texting Tom and Andrew earlier. Um, my excuse was I was indeed too lazy to look up the number on the Instagram and all that. I just wanted to click on the number when you texted and just hit the little call button. But hey, I feel like that's a good enough excuse. But I just want to get your guys' thoughts on the new 
uh, Chili Pepper singles, uh, Black Summer and Poster Child. Um, I love them so far. You know, the first two singles for the new uh, album coming out here soon. Um, Black Summer really made me realize how much I miss John Frusciante on the album. If I had to rank my you know, top five guitars, I'd easily put him in there for his guitar skills and also just the background vocals. Um, I really did miss that sound um, with their past couple albums. Um, Poster Child is the other cool, cool one. Kind of goes back to their early funkier days. Um, I didn't like the funkier stuff as much, but you know that's just me. But I think they're both really cool singles. Um, I'm looking forward to the album. Just want to see uh, what you guys thought as well. And as always, I still am waiting for my officially licensed Brickhouse Brick. Thanks, boys. Before we get into anything, I just want to say what an honor it is to get a phone call from a war veteran and hero. So, Hayden, thank you very much for your service, and God bless America. Thank you, sir. I've listened I have to the not. first two singles. Um, uh, you know, for, in my opinion, the Chili Peppers, I mean, as much as I love the Chili Peppers, they've lost multiple steps over the years whether it's to drugs or sobriety or whatever you want to attribute it to um but <laughs> and that's all right as, as long as they're happy and doing well but there did seem to be some just good energy on these first two tracks especially uh for shanti's first album back since who's got the last album that for was on um was it stadium arcadium yes that was it um, that was two thousand like six. six. Four. Say. Two thousand f- was it really? I think so. <sighs> I'm looking. I feel like it was in the spring of two thousand four, but you you could double check. Two thousand six. Stadium Arcadium was May of two thousand six. Okay, but it was spring though. Which was the last album of theirs that I really enjoyed? That I thought was like, like most tracks were like memorable. So in that sense, um, excited to see what they can do. I have very tempered expectations myself, but um, there's a good saying about this. We have a low, you lower the bar, then you over exceed the expectations, but it's, it's blanking on me right now and it's not making for a good podcast. Uh, under promise, over deliver. There it is. Thank you. I think they're touring with the strokes and I think for the New York show, Thundercat is opening yes. and I would pay money to go to that. Show. I'd go to that show. Yeah. I don't know when that is, but I feel like that would be a lot of fun. It's at the giant stadium, I want to say, though. Oh, that makes it less fun. That's like, oh, it's uh, so far out there. Such a pain to get to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> of what I've heard of the song songs, I I like them. I li- Like Tom said, I like the energy. If it came on at like a backyard barbecue, I would enjoy it, you know, drinking some Miller Lights, eating some chicken sandwiches, some grilled chicken sandwiches. Some coleslaw. Listen to the chili peppers. Sounds like a nice. Uh, Joe, do you make your own slaw? I do. do I make a salad? mean slaw. Yeah. Yeah. Do you put any special ingredients <laughs> in your slaw, or do you? Is it all? Is it pretty? Pretty. So I buy not the regular circle cabbage. I buy the oval cabbage. It's called na- mm. Napa cabbage, and I buy uh, a shallot or a red onion. I get uh, one of those like gross ass looking carrots. Like the root carrots, a gross one. Yeah, a very an ugly one. Yeah, an ugly one because they taste delicious. I get that, cut it ever so like closely, like uh, <laughs> finely, you know, <laughs> like real little Shaved. little straws, you know, little fucking carrot straws in there. Um, <laughs> and I get some red pepper, not hot. Then I get some like hot peppers, little little like jalapenos or habaneros, just a few. Zing it up. 
and then, you know, just a few globs of mayonnaise, not many, and then you throw some lime in there to preserve it, and a little seasoning, and one one garlic clove. And uh, there it is, cooking with Joe. Joe's slaw. Come to the wow. slaughterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a print? Can we please like put that sec segment in the time machine and have Joe explain to somebody in the nineties that a red hot chili pepper song makes him want to eat coleslaw? Because <laughs> I <laughs> that's basically what he, he was like. I would like this song if I was in my backyard eating coleslaw. Tricking Miller like <laughs> coleslaw, just like uh, it's like basically the answer to Hayden's question. Is, he's is just that. going ham on. You never had my coleslaw, oh, guys. Man. Yeah, Brickhouse Cookbook, maybe holiday t- <laughs> holidays twenty twenty two. We can make that happen. You know where we should get? We didn't write the ad, but I was gonna say that we should write the Brickhouse ad this week for Maury is joining the Brickhouse podcast as a future member because he got canceled by NBC this week. And, he, and who's going to tell people who the father is? We could we could take up that role. Like, can you imagine? We just, like, started interviewing someone every week, and it was, like, a fit. Like, is this guy the dad, yes or no? I feel like that'd be great content. Yeah, we can, we can get a P.O. box and ask people to send their DNA. And then, well... <laughs> Maybe, maybe the test as well, and then <laughs> strictly stool samples. <laughs> Just throw it in a Manila envelope. No, please, please don't do that. So, think of the postal workers. Um. All right. Well, our ba- our other topic for the day is there's going to be a Super Nintendo World. There's one already one in Japan. So there's going to be a Super Nintendo World that's set to open at Universal Studios Hollywood in 2023. Uh, so it's it first opened in Japan, and it got great reviews in 2021 for I don't know how many people are actually allowed to go to it because of COVID, but uh, it's a theme park with Nintendo fans for Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, etc. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it kind of led me to asking you guys in the group chat, what other theme park do we need? that you would be looking forward to going to. We already have Disney World. There's Star Wars at Disney World. You got Lego. You got Universal, which has Harry Potter. What theme park are we missing? Can I go? The Brickhouse Boys discuss. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. So, Kick it off. I want, like, like a Hooters, <laughs> but <laughs> like an amusement park version of it. Call it, like, Thought World. <laughs> And you just have beautiful, busty women, um, you, you know, strapping you, better, you in for the roller coaster. And then you, you, you puke on yourself, and then you come back, and they give you a new T-shirt that's way underfit, and uh, you have a great time. Wow. You better lawyer up. <laughs> oh, man. I'd go, that, right? That sounds, like, that's, <laughs> that sounds like class action park. You can just name it. I'd go with you, Joe. I had a couple. I had a couple. Although I think one is already pretty much taken by Medieval Times, but a Game of Thrones theme park. Okay. That would be good. We do a bunch of castles. Medieval Times is fun as fuck, by the exactly. way. Exactly. If you haven't gone. Yeah. It's it's medieval. Th- it's basically me- Medieval Times would make a Game of Thrones and give me dragons. You know what I mean? And if there's like rides and games, fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that'd be cool. Like. Also, but I don't know if you guys have ever been, have you? Oh, yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. So. 
it's it's a show. Yeah, Tom will tell you. It's it's like a show, but before you get there, there's like when you get there before it starts and the doors open to like the arena. There's like a a gift shop and like a little museum, but right in the middle is an enormous bar with huge drinks and like uh I'd say at least 50% of the the crowd is is pretty shit-faced for the for the entire. I think I just recreated a more fun Renaissance fair. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, totally. And they give you a dope ass like turkey leg the size of a fucking baby skull. Yeah, that's what yeah, I want. It's like a half I, chicken or something. I want that. Okay. I also have a Ghostbusters theme park. You could do a ride where you're literally like shooting lasers from the side of it, killing ghosts. That's pretty cool. That'd be cool. And Bill Murray's still alive. We could just make Bill Murray work there all the time. He would love it. Go see Bill Murray. He okay. better love it. But that gets dangerously close to my idea of like a, th- a theme park where you play sports against retired athletes, and then it's just like the plot to Space Jam, where Danny DeVito <laughs> is just like <laughs> tying these guys up where they can never Wait, leave. I feel like you'd have to play them in not their sport, though. Like you're playing. That'd be cool. Like Michael Jordan in like football, not baseball or basketball. Or golf. Or no, golf. You got to play Michael Jordan in basketball. He's just going to kill everyone. That's yeah, but like but you gotta maybe, get killed by Michael Jordan. Maybe you play That's him in poker. It's like he's really what? good at that too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll play him in dice. Plus, if you pay, like if you have to pay per time you play, like I'm sure people would lose thousands and thousands of dollars trying to beat Michael Jordan. In yes, a game of he would make so much money. He'd probably be the world's like tenth trillionaire because they already think that there are ones in Russia that we just don't know about. It's pretty crazy. I think uh, I have two. One is kind of, well, one would be a roller coaster tycoon theme park, which right. is kind of like a theme park theme park already. But, like, if you use the, the rides from the games and, like, the, the panda mascots that clean up the throw up and shit. Oh, my God. I think it would be a fun theme park. <laughs> you got to follow but, Roller Coaster Tycoon on Twitter, by the way, because all it does is tweet stuff is broken down. Oh my god, it that upsets me because like I was a huge fan of that game and now I can't play it. I really have to look into getting like a an emulator. There's got to be one somewhere. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah, th- there does. The original one though. And then the other one, I don't know if this can count as a theme park because it wouldn't really be rides, but it, I guess like a almost like a collection of those uh, room escapes. But it would be all uh, scary movies and all, all like, uh, settings of all the scary movies. And, Ooh. like, you go with a group of people and you have to escape whatever. Like Jason. Or like- yeah, like Halloween or Friday the 13th. Like, Friday the 13th, there would be, like, a like a paintball woods cabin type shit. And, like, he's in there somewhere. Okay. You know what I mean? And he's got to find you and you got to get away or you find tools and shit like that kind of thing. I got one last one. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, the theme park. And it's just a bunch of different it's just activities. A bar. <laughs> no, but it's adults I'm smoking only. crack. <laughs> it's adults only. Hey, do you guys mind if I go in the bathroom and smoke some BCV? Nah, dude, you do you. <laughs> it's adults only. You just Obviously. pick specific things from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that you have to accomplish at the shows, or, 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 at the theme park. So there's Smoke one crack. where you're just. I'm sitting outside, I'm blacking out, and you're leaving me alone, and it's just a parking lot of dads cooking food by themselves and not talking to one another. There's another one where you have to do the Wade Boggs challenge, and then there's a baseball field. 
There's one where you're tripping on acid and you're in a trash can and you have to get out of the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> you could put on, like, the play The Nightman Cometh. <laughs> See? See? Actually, yeah, this is this might this is this could work. As long as you don't recreate Charlie's home alone episode where everyone's in the Super Bowl except him at the bar and he gets stuck in a bear trap for like twelve hours. There could be a bear trap. Tom, you most certainly will have to lawyer up for this amusement park <laughs> because people will die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we'll focus on hitting the powerball first. People died at Action Park all the time and no one did a thing about it. Yeah, class action park. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. I, I other ones I had written down was a Beatles theme park. Just like make a bunch of rides off of all the, the classic songs. Like we could I actually... went to Beatles Cirque du Soleil in yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. It was fucking sick. Yeah, just we could actually ride in a yellow submarine. You could walk down Penny Lane. You could swim in an octopus's garden. There we go. You Maybe could fly in the sky with Lucy and her diamonds. <laughs> you could Eat a bunch of strawberries in a field forever. Yep. Yep. You could kill somebody with a silver hammer. This is also, these are wow, our, I that's th- what our. I thought you were going to say assassinate John Lennon. Yeah, I was gonna kill Whoa, house. that's dark. No, no, no. That's dark. No, no. <laughs> uh, isn't, isn't friend of the pod Max's name come from Maxwell Silverhammer? Correct. Is, is that? Yeah. His real yeah, name is see? Joseph, uh-huh. actually. Wait, what? His name is Joseph Max Maxwell or Maximilian. I was about to say Pegasus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that ain't it. Shout out, shout out Max from Long Valley. Oh, you hometown. know Max. Yeah. We went to the same high school. That's right, yes. And then my last one was just, I have two more. I have meat, just a, a meat <laughs> theme park. <laughs> just go to the theme park to eat meat. So instead of bumper cars, it's like meat cars and you're just throwing meat at people, kind of like Mario Kart. <laughs> Sounds lit, okay. And uh, PETA will definitely be super cool with that one. And then a Grateful Dead theme park, but I'm pretty sure that's just like being a hippie and joining a commune. So I kind of took it off the list, but yeah. Meet the theme park. <laughs> yeah, I'm still hung up on that one. I I think th- that would be cool, man. I like the I always think we'd sunny have one. So much fun. You could make swings out of sausages. I would imagine that like no food line would be too long because there would be enough where you know everybody's satisfied. Plus, meat is heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. I would you not want to have to clean the bathrooms. Legs. I would not want to have to clean the bathrooms at Meat World. That's uh, maybe we can bring the uh, the panda over from Roller Coaster Tycoon World to clean the bathrooms. <laughs> have a merger. Instead of having a ball pit, you have a meat pit. <laughs> you play. <laughs> you send your kids to the meat pit to play in. All right, <laughs> Johnny, meat. time to get out of the meat pit. We gotta go home. <laughs> go play in the chop meat. Yeah, the meatballs. <laughs> Just have a bunch of meatballs. <laughs> the ground so beef. <laughs> Imagine playing in a huge pile of ground beef. <laughs> People would probably get so sick. Yeah. That, 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 I don't know if that would fly. Well, in my situation, Actually. it would just... It's basically... I think you just you have it in a giant walk-in box. This way everything's cold and it doesn't spoil right away. It's the world's largest grill is really what you're there for. It's not really like... I don't know. But, like, there's rides? No, but then you're, like, then you're like Doug Funny if it's the world's largest grill where they're just doing, like, the sizzling bacon on the driveway. <laughs> That's a throwback, but... Speaking of meat and not meat sandwiches... Yes, mystery meat of the day. Arby's released a fantastic commercial featuring um, no one other than Virginia's finest, Pusha T. He also was known for making the fish fillet commercial for McDonald's years ago. But he no, 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 he just 
he didn't make the fish flake commercial. He made the ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Oh. Jingle. He wrote the jingle. The, he wrote the jingle. He's the jingle man. Okay. <laughs> he's the loving it guy. Well, he's not loving it anymore. He he turned to the dark side, the the Arby side. And let me tell you, I never. Let me tell you, I have never been an Arby's fan. But after this commercial, I might try a sandwich again. Hate it and then never eat it again. <laughs> I've never eaten in an Arby's. I like Arby's. I I've only had it a couple times. I was but I say the no, fries. French fries are great. Yeah. And they have the meats. <laughs> so does Andrew at Meat World. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, Arby's is basically the theme park that you've been missing. And Honestly, see, this is what I, it, okay, you might get a sponsorship. Yeah, it, there we go. Boom. Meat World presented by Arby's and Pusha T. A great place to do cocaine and eat a ton of meat. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I don't think the- Pusha T gets uh, royalties for that McDonald's shit. Yeah, I don't think I think he got screwed out of the deal and that's pro- that's why he wrote a diss track about the fillet of fish. Have we ever spoken about the Wendy's mixtape? <laughs> what? What? Hot no. drinks? Do you guys not know no about, about the Wendy's mixtape? The girl with the red I'm hair per- has a mixtape? Yeah, so Wendy's, the fast food restaurant, uh, I think it was like 2019, uh, they released a four-track disc tape to McDonald's, and it's called, I think it's called Got Beef. Wow. <laughs> when I tell you this shit, man. Was it better than Wendy's Jungle Pussy? Violates. You, what? <laughs> Was it better than Jungle Pussy? Was it Jungle Pussy? I don't, I've never listened to Jungle Pussy, but it's, it's pretty serious. I definitely recommend it. Hold on. I'm trying to. On the same vein as that, as you looked that up in the 80s, shout out Matt for this. Wendy's had a training video called Hot Drinks, which was like a two and a half minute song slash rap on how to make fresh coffee for their new employees. It's not bad, actually. That's not bad at all. Here we go. It's called We Beefin'. It's got uh, a square beef patty on the cover, and the We Beefin' font is the same type case and color of Ready to Die. That's amazing. It's like, uh, yeah, it is, actually. And it's five songs. The The titles of the songs are Twitter Fingers, Holding It Down, Rest in Grease, <laughs> Clownin', and Four for Four. Four dollars. I know Four for Four, the, the meal, not the song, but... If it's half as good as the meal, I'm down. But you know what? I got to tell you, Rest in Grease kills it. Pusha T took some real shots at that clown named Ronald McDonald. Like, he he really had it out. He had some harsh words. I mean. I'm telling you. That that clown better. never heard this shit. That clown better hope that he doesn't have an illegitimate child with a a French uh, porn star. That's all I'm saying. I don't. That reference went right over my head. Was Drake has an illegitimate child with a French porn star? Oh, really? Yeah, that was. That was definitely a real child. Yes, but I meant. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I was about to say like, why? Why do people still use that term? (laughs) I mean, I understand like where it came from, but. I, I feel like there's got to be a better way to say out of wedlock child. Maybe just say out of wedlock Nasty. child. <laughs> it looks like Wendy Williams is featured on this this uh, mixtape. We beefing. 
Who's that? Wendy Williams, Wendy Williams is just some. Yeah. She just spouts bullshit on daytime TV. Yeah. She's the one that fainted dressed up like the Statue of Liberty that 50 Cent made fun of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this has been one of my favorite days of the week. So let's do our top five. Uh, <laughs> top five days. This one was harder than I thought it was going to be. I had fun with this one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with this one. Anybody want to go first? Joe, let's get your eight chances. I'm going to start off on top, number one. My favorite day, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. It's a Saturday. Best day of the week. You ain't got to go to work. You ain't got to wake up early. Every Saturday? Every Saturday. (laughs) All right. I can dig it. Yeah, hell yeah. Saturday, one of my favorite days. Um, Next up, I'm a big fan of Christmas Day. Makes me feel jolly inside. And you get presents. And you get presents. And you give presents. It's It's the season of giving. It's also the birthday of the Lord. That too. Facts. Happy birthday, Jesus. That leads me to number three. My birthday. Happy birthday, me. <laughs> I enjoy it. You may not, but I, I sure do. <laughs> number four. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> September 23rd. Why? Who knows why? Number five. I think that's Bruce Springsteen's birthday. That's a good day. Number four, Bruce Springsteen's birthday. <laughs> and number five. Damn it, you took Tom's number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's just scramble, like New scramble, Jersey day. scramble. And number five. <laughs> I didn't make a four or five if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. I'm going to say Next. opening day of the baseball season. Oh, you fucking asshole. That's a really good one. coming up. That's a, that's a very good <sighs> one. Casey. All right, Casey just got screwed. Tom, I'll let you go. Yeah. Next. All right. Um, I'll go one to five like Joe. Number one, anniversary. Aww. Wow. He's only saying that. He's only nice. saying that because Bonus he just points. locked his girlfriend out of the apartment and had a scramble <laughs> and paused the podcast. No, actually, I double checked. The door was unlocked. I thought I, I thought I locked her out because I always deadbolt. I was like, that could have been a problem. But not deadbolted, so points for me and points for putting anniversary number one. Um, so <laughs> number two, December 23rd, because you probably got the 24th off. You've definitely got the 25th off. And if you played your cards right, you might be off till the new year. So t- December 23rd is a good day. Uh, the third one. I love that. The Friday of a three-day weekend. Don't care which one. Pick it. Um, nice. Number four, the first red zone of the year. Um, oh, Yes. When Scott Hansen says seven hours of commercial-free football. Yes. Yes. And then number five, uh, the day you get your tax refund. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Good call. Good homework. <sighs> Come prepared. Tax day this is, is coming soon. This is what happens when you're, you're not in concussion protocol. <laughs> um, Saturday. 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 <laughs> Saturday. Um, Casey, do you need more time? Should I pass this over to Andrew here? Or what's the you guys look like? Uh, no, I'm just gonna say opening day anyway. I'll, I'll just these I, these aren't really in any specific order. Halloween is definitely one of them. I love candy. I like when people dress up. I like the costumes. It, it's it's all good. Halloween in Scranton was mad fun. Joe's Joe's angry at me. No, because I forgot about Halloween. It's my second favorite. Oh, <laughs> I thought I thought he was like, wow, this fucking guy picked Halloween. I like Halloween. Saturday. So, number 
Number four is Saturday. No, also the first football Sunday. Whether it's red zone or not, uh, I usually have the highest hopes for the Jets on the first Sunday of football, so it usually goes down from there. So the first football Sunday is usually where it's at for me. Baseball opening day, as Joe said, my girlfriend has tickets, uh, season tickets, so I will be attending this year um, to see the Yankees play the Red Sox. Number two is sandwiched in the middle. I got Christmas Eve here. Ooh. Um, so I do the majority of my gift exchange on Christmas Eve and also like 95% of my holiday eating on Christmas Eve as well. So definitely wins for me. Uh, once like 4 or 5 in the afternoon hits, everybody just stops what they're doing, starts eating, getting drunk, throwing things around. It's a good time. And Love that. this one is definitely number one. It's not a specific day, but whichever the first beach day of the year is, oh. number one for me. First beach day of the year, nothing like it. All right. I'm going to go five to one. All right. The second Saturday in October, specifically because by that point, we are into the NFL season. We are in playoff baseball. We are in beginning of hockey. We are Facts. in full flow of the Premier League. Everything is going. The weather NBA is too, perfect outside. You're talking like low 60s, high 50s, light jacket. You're in. You know, you're done with summer. You're into fall. Second Saturday of October. That's Christmas a good one. Party day. I love Christmas. I don't always love spending all the time with my family, but we at the Brickhouse Podcast. We love you, Mr. Pissarro. We love we th- we throw a mean Christmas party here at the Brickhouse Podcast. So Christmas party day is up there. I love the the festivities, getting ready, decorating the house, the playlist, the forty people in my ha- apartment screaming and playing flip cup. Um, number three, a day for family and football. Thanksgiving, one of my favorite days of the year. You wake up a little hungover. Your cousin says, hey, let's go watch all of the football games. You bet on all of the football games. You start drinking at noon. You only do dishes after dinner, and then you watch football all day. It's great. What a what, And you eat turkey. Eventful day. Number two, much like Casey, Memorial Day weekend. Or I mm. guess the Saturday of Memorial Day. That's typically right around the first beach trip. Your long weekend, beginning of the summer. You talk about all the things that you're going to do. You don't do two-thirds of them because you get busy with other things but you have so much hope for what you're going to do for the summer and then number one friday because friday gotta get down on friday you gotta get down on friday friday is my favorite day to go out because i i I hate the people who oh i'm so tired it's friday i'm gonna go out like no like go out we're getting fucked up we're gonna go to the beach. We're gonna go to brunch on Saturday. You got. You got. Like. You can't just come home from work on a Friday and just be like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Like, no. You gotta. You gotta tell your boss to go fuck themselves. Walk out the door, and drink your fucking face off. That's what you gotta do on yeah. Friday. Friday. You I gotta, agree. You, like, if you don't go out Friday night, you're just wasting an evening that you have to go out the next day. I always you know preferred I mean? going out on Friday over Saturday because if you were hungover. I'd much rather be hungover on Saturday and still have Sunday versus being hungover on Sunday and getting the Sunday scaries along with your hangover. I'd also Joe could care less. I'd rather go out <laughs> Friday night. I'd go, rather go out Friday night and do something all day during the day Saturday than 
just go out Saturday night. And like, but Tom's exactly right. I don't know. There's something. Hangovers don't scare me. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't give a shit. There's something so much different about that walking into the bar after a long week of work or like walking into your friend's apartment where you're going to like have a party or something. It's just different on a Friday where it's like, you know what? I'm done. Like work stopped at XYZ time. Now it's time Mm -hmm. for me to like let my hair down. True. Friday all day. Everything on Friday is better. Mm-hmm. The sun rises different. It's just, it's Music just, hits different. It's just the best day. Sure. <laughs> September 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> we should have our brick house party on September 23rd, guys. That's going to be like a Tuesday. Hang on, I'm checking. I think it's yeah, a I'm Saturday, sure. actually. The background of my screen is a camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Friday. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. <laughs> We're having a party at Andrew's house. <laughs> I'm Maybe. I'm not I'm the not helping party. you recreate your 23rd of September, Joe. Fair warning. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> the, the fucking song. It's the 23rd night of September. 21st, no, 21st. 21st. You round you round up. No. <laughs> no. Also, the last time we throw the last time we tried to throw a party on a Friday it didn't go well, so we're not no more Friday parties. You got to think positive, man, okay? Third time's a charm. It's going to be indoors, okay? Yeah, actually, now that he mentioned it, Andrew just kind of shit on everybody who didn't come to our Friday party. (laughs) (laughs) For every reason that they gave. (laughs) It's all right. We still love you, though. You can come to the next one. We'll plan it for Saturday. So Joe will be at his his peak. Hell yeah. (laughs) Once midnight hits on Friday, I'm in, like, peak Joe. That's when, like, super Joe kicks in. You turn into a pumpkin? <laughs> nah, I just grow like six inches. <laughs> Where? My toes. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. In his feet. He has special <laughs> shoes for just Saturday. That he can only wear on Saturday. Oh, my God. Get clown shoes, yeah. <laughs> Saturday, he goes to work for McDonald's. He, he has to play Ronald McDonald at, on Saturday. Yeah, me and the hamburger oh. burglar got beef. <laughs> Let me get Wendy's on your ass. I'm the hamburger. You got beef? Yeah, I'm fuck around. All Find right, out. let's get let's let's end this. Let's send everybody home with a before <laughs> more of us have concussions. Day. Yeah, seriously. Follow the pod <laughs> at Brickhouse Pod at Andrew Pissarro at Bada at Cheesy Quesadilla at TSBO ninety two. Tom, hit that hotline for the people. Nine one seven. Da 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 I'm pulling up the Instagram. Nine one seven nine one seven nine one seven seven four zero six four two nine. After after how many times Hayden um asked you and me for the number, I'm just gonna send people to Hayden's direction for the number in the future. Yeah, just put it in Hayden's phone number now. <laughs> Yo we should uh we should just save the clip of him saying it. Does he say it in the No No We can have him oh. record it and say it. Yeah, we should only make him say it. Oh, wait. You know what I was thinking about with Hayden, by the way? And I'm keeping this in there. Joe's going to the wedding. Tom's going to the wedding. You know how, like, the first day, like, during the morning of the wedding, like, the bride is, like, getting her hair done and doing her makeup and, like, doing all that. And, like, the guy just gets his hair cut and hangs out. Well, Hayden obviously doesn't have hair. So we should tape. We should should tape a a brick house with top five wedding, uh, top five marriages as... We should do a top five podcast on Hayden's wedding day in the like room where the where all the groups are getting ready, and we just do top five top five marriages, and we just whip it around with all the groups. 
groomsmen. I was going to take him to Jiffy Lube for a wax. Just wax the top of his head if we can't, if we can't get a haircut. Love you, Hayden. Thank you for your service. Just give him some beef, Casey. But calm down. Oh. <laughs> All right. I love you.